Welcome to Spilling Real Tea, where the real tea is piping hot. I'm Ashley, and I'm here with my co-host, Kendall. Hey, girl. Hey. How's it going? Good. Good. It's it's nice to be back after a little week break that we took here. Yeah, a hiatus. We took a little hiatus because we were switching platforms, but we're back and we're here with our first solo episode. So that's kind of fun. I'm excited to jump right into that. So what, what's been going on since we had a break in the last, like, what, two weeks now almost? What what has been happening? Um, Not much. Just, you know, in the real estate world, just trying to navigate the market, the changing market, and, you know, work with some of the buyers who are just really not ready to buy now. Um, So, you know, just trying to manage that. It's a little bit frustrating, to be honest. I mean, we all kind of knew this was coming, but... It's just these rates are so high and it is just very hard to be able to buy a home, especially for first time buyers who are the new wave of buyers in this market. And it's just so expensive. And let's talk about, okay, so something people won't address really is like, oh, they're like, buy the rate, marry the house or whatever the saying. Marry the house, date the rate. rate. Yes. (laughs) So that I think we've talked a little bit about that together and where I understand where they're coming from, it's kind of tone deaf. It's getting a little tone deaf because yeah, you can date your rate if you can afford to date your rate until the rates come down. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I'm kind of overhearing people try to predict the market and the rates. Like nobody can do that. Um, You know? And so I sort of feel like this whole (laughs) marry the house, date the rate is kind of irresponsible to push onto clients and to push out into the media and like link that with the housing market because it's almost like giving these buyers false hope because again, nobody can predict the market. So I also find it to be a little irresponsible to be perfectly honest. Someone had a meme up this morning and it wasn't marry the house, date the rate, but it was uh, it was two skeletons sitting like in, in a front yard and it said, my client's waiting for the interest rates to go down. <laughs> it was like, which is funny because I know in our, our last episode, we did touch on like there, it doesn't seem like there's going to be a perfect time to buy. So to weigh your options and figure out what's working, but it's definitely changing. And, you know, I'm sick of it being like everyone like that, that dog meme talking about memes, everything's fine. Everything's fine. While there's like fire around them. It's like, no, like we need to address this and stop pretending that everything's perfect going on in our economy right now, not just with real estate. Inflation is, it's not good. It's just good. Oh, sorry. And one other thing before we, we like kind of talk about inflation. Um, it's kind of funny. I was just thinking like our very first episode when we had Kelly on and one of the other things with this whole market shift is those agents that just jumped in for a quick buck are going to slowly start being weeded out. And Kelly actually had mentioned that um, when we talked about how she works with her agents on um, navigating through this market. And so I think that's really interesting too, because the broke agent, which everybody knows, actually did a whole like podcast episode recently about the market getting weeded out. And, you know, only those that, you know, are in it for the long haul, have been in for the long haul are going to be the ones left. So it's almost... A good thing for agents, just maybe not right it now. Is. Getting through the tough part. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, the years, it'll be great. I'm like, oh, they're all gone now. Yeah. Like, now we can get back <laughs> to selling real estate the way we want to sell real estate. Exactly. Exactly. But I thought that was kind of interesting too, because, you know, 
it's it's definitely um, challenging right now. But if you want to look long term, at least, you know, there won't be all those agents who just jumped in quick buck, you know, just because the rates were so low at the time. So right. it's can be a good thing, I guess, for real estate agents, just maybe not for buyers right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and when we're talking about, you know, these buyers out there, I think we need to keep in mind, like we said, there's other things going on, like gas prices are astronomical. You mentioned today there is a like pet food shortage, which is crazy, which also links into, I laughed because uh, Kendall was like, there is a dog food shortage. <laughs> dog moms were like, really? Oh my gosh. But then I'm like, oh my gosh, the the moms out there are going to hate us because there's been a baby. Pets matter too. They Pets do. matter too. So uh, everyone's fur children, real children for baby formula. Like they like that's been going on for a while. Then we have popcorn shortage. God forbid. Like, I love popcorn. Champagne. Good thing, good thing I stocked up at Sam's. I'll never run out of popcorn. I bought uh, some popcorn from the Boy Scouts like a week ago. They were really excited. <laughs> Way to support local. That's nice. You know what? I feel bad for the Boy Scouts because they got gypped. They Why? Because they sell popcorn? <laughs> and like the girls got Girl Scout cookies. Like they got so gypped. Here's your popcorn. Like if there's a Girl Scout stand next to a Boy Scout stand, I'm really sorry. But no, I yeah. spent, I bought two bags, which was $40 for two bags. Yeah. $40. Very expensive popcorn. Is this gourmet popcorn? It's, it was really good popcorn. But you know what? I was like, seven, it's even said on the bag, like 73% goes to the Boy Scouts. So I was like, you know what? Like it's for good cause. And those poor boys, they're already getting outsold by the Girl Scouts. I actually I didn't know Boy much. Scouts like sold stuff. I, I I don't know. I I was always a Girl right. Scout, like a brownie. Yeah. Right now, no, the Boy Scouts. Yeah, they're popcorn. They've always been popcorn, and I've always <laughs> felt bad. Maybe the popcorn uh, shortage, like maybe because the popcorn shortage, so that's why your popcorn from the Boy Scouts was so was, damn expensive. It was funny <laughs> when I walked up to the stand, like the the mother and the father were there, and I guess it was there. Maybe it was their two sons. Maybe it was one of their sons and a friend. I don't know. But the father goes, here, come buy some really expensive popcorn. And the mother goes, stop saying that. (laughs) It was really funny. funny. Like he was like embarrassed to even sell the popcorn. So yeah, I'm thinking inflation may have affected that too. Come on, inflation is affecting the boys of America. We got to stop this. We need to stop this right now. This is not fair. Anyway, I mean, some other shortages too, like, you know, um, as you said, like the big ones like gas and pet food formula, um, there is a soon to be a shortage of champagne. So bubbles, that's, that's not going to, the price me. is going to go up. Yeah. No, I hope it's only for the expensive stuff because I like the cheap stuff anyway. So it might hey, not matter. <laughs> just give me some LaMarco Prosecco and I'll be great. Some Andre. Yeah, it's fine. It's all um, good. Oh my gosh. Holt like chugs LaMarco Prosecco or LaMarca, whatever it is. The blue when one, it's it. got the baby blue label. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, that's really good. Good champagne or it's, Prosecco rather. Yeah. But it's good and cheap. And Holt, like the first time I got it, chugged a bottle and was like, I'm really drunk. And I'm like, yeah, just because <laughs> it tastes like bubbly and like light, it's not like it's still champagne. That's so funny. Oh, so now that we've gotten the depressing talk out of the way, the market's tanking, we're losing clients, everything's fine. We are going to have a really great shockingly true story today. We've got pop culture, and then we've got a really cute feel-good story to leave off on to lift our spirits. But first, let's laugh. Let's dive right into our shockingly true story. (laughs) 
the fun thing about this shockingly true story is it involves both myself and Kendall. It was a fun one. <laughs> it was a fun one. Uh, this happened about a year ago. I was the listing agent and Kendall was the buyer's agent. So from the beginning, I kind of knew there may be some bumps in the road for a lack of better terms. It was really hard to get the house ready for photography and getting the seller to understand exactly what we needed to be done. Anyway, we get it done. And Kendall, the first day on the market calls me and says, Hey, I have a buyer who is looking to get in that area. And she comes in with her buyers and how'd that go? Well, that went really well. And let me just like add this to where this listing was it at that time. And it still is. It was so unbelievably competitive. So I was going to make sure I could do whatever it took to get on the listing agents, good side, your side, get in first because there were very few homes for sale there. And so then, you know, I, I take my clients, they absolutely loved it. They're like, let's write an offer. Like, boom. I talked to Ashley and I'm like, Hey, so do you have any offers? Like, I mean, it had been on the market for an hour. So. Right. Right. But back <laughs> in this, back in that time period, yeah. it could have been, Oh, we have five offers already. Yeah. You know how that goes. So, so she was like, no, like go ahead and submit. Um, and you know, this was on a Friday. So there were open houses and showing scheduled. Right. Yes. Like during that. So we submit the offer and then Ashley was like, Hey, you know, we really appreciate it. However, the seller really just kind of wants to wait through the weekend. And, and I was like, that's fine. Like we completely understand like our offer still stands exactly as it is. Okay. So, so can I just interrupt and say, yeah. this is the funny part. She wanted to wait through the weekend, not because of the open houses or for a better offer, but because she wanted to feel special for all the work she put into her house. <laughs> it wasn't even because she was upset with the offer. She was, I was like, okay, I mean, it was a great offer. You have a pretty good <laughs> offer in hand. And the house was a unique house to, to begin with. Not, not a bad house, just a unique house without going into detail. So I was like, okay. And then it was really funny. Cause then I don't even think we got through Friday and she's like, please cancel the open house. I cannot make it through all these showings and be in and out of my house. And she changed her mind so quick. Well, that was great for us, but she kind of is funny because like she reminds me of one of those sellers too, that if she could, she would probably stay home and be present during every show. Right. Right. (laughs) I've had a few of those this year and I'm like, no, no, you're making it even, you're making it harder to sell your house. Like I know it's a good market, but you're making it really hard. So anyway, fast forward, we make it through settlement. Everything goes pretty smoothly. Final walkthrough before the day of settlement was fine. We did have a rent back. So Mm -hmm. I remember Kendall kind of like looking at me, like before I left the settlement, we settled at the house and I am like looking at this seller and I'm like, this house is to be in the same condition as it was today. And Kendall's like, no worries. And yeah, I was like, gosh, you're really harping on this. Like, this is such a happy day. Relax. No, I'm like, <laughs> and you're like, relax. no, <laughs> can't relax. So fast forward, what, two months later? Is that what it was? Two months later, it yeah. was a longer rent back. Yeah. So fast forward, you know, the day of the walkthrough for the rent back, um, I meet my clients and, you know, they're so excited because two months is a long time. And we go in and that house is nothing. Like what I saw at settlement, <laughs> nothing. I'm like, oh, and call. honest to God, I was like, I like pulled up the rent back addendum because I was like, do I have the wrong date? Like, oh my God, I think I messed up the date. No, I have the right date. <laughs> I 
it was so funny. You text me at like 9 PM on a Sunday and we're like, we have a problem. And I was like, yeah, no crap. We have a problem. I knew that was coming. (laughs) Yeah. Just just waiting. (laughs) The house we walk in, there was like a half eaten peanut butter sandwich on the counter an orange, like, like stuff everywhere. And like, furniture like I that's I literally was just like oh god like are they coming back like I I don't know what's going on like it looked like somebody had just been in there so that was bad enough but then what happens you walk upstairs so then we the son of a guy a kid when I say son I want to make this explicitly clear he's 18 years of age okay disclaimer done (laughs) continue okay so we go and I said well let's just like look at the rest of the house I like call my my uh clients down now keep in mind the wife is about to pop because she's pregnant. Right. So, and they're just like uh, very quiet and like reserved. So they're just taking <laughs> it all in. And I'm like, It'll, it's okay. We go into, I guess, was the son's room and the husband's looking around and he's like, uh, hey, Kendall, like I found something. And I was like, oh, shit. And so we go in and it's a stash of nudie magazines that the son had left under his mattress. <laughs> oh my God. And my client, he was like, oh my God. And I was like, wait, wait, what is this? And it was like different, like, I don't know, like penthouse, max, maximum, maximum. maximum. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> maximum and, is not a porn magazine though. They yeah. actually keep their clothes on. I don't know. I start laughing because I don't even know who like re you have the internet who, who buys like nudie mags. Right. And then the wife is like, just shocked. She's like, oh my God, like horrified. And nobody really knows what to do. And I was like, this is hilarious. Like, okay. And so we start continuing to check some stuff. And then we also found his underwears all in the closet. Why do you say underwear? Underwear. Sorry, underwear. Underwears. My dad, my dad says that. So that's why he was like, he used to walk around the house and be like, hey, you want to see my underwears? It's underwear. Like, well, like it's not plural. Yeah, it is because there's more than one pair. I'm like, no, it's underwear. Anyway, it was just kind of funny because, you know, uh, we we're just like, what is this kid been up to while he was here? And, you know, I've seen a lot of things, but finding the nudie mags was like amazing. I was like, sorry, Kendall. <laughs> I didn't realize you were doing your walkthrough on nudie magazine day. <laughs> exactly. And so then one of the things I said to Ashley, I was like, hey, like, you know, we'll obviously get this sorted out, but like, Before stuff goes to the dump, like, do you want to ask your seller if her son wants his nudie mags back? Because it seems like a pretty good collection. (laughs) I'm like, no, I'm not asking her. I mean, I'm surprised if he left those there. Nudie magazine day. Good. I mean, that must have been an expensive stash. There's a lot of magazines. You would think he'd know what to do with the internet, but I mean, hey. Where you can get it for free. Go buy a few more, right? Just Google (laughs) boobies. That was a fun one. I mean, we did not expect that. And now everything that Ashley kind of was like harping on at settlement made sense. But yeah, in the end, like, there was a reason. Yeah. In the end, everything worked out great. We got it sorted out. But that was definitely a fun one. Fine. I almost thought about keeping them. I was like, I wonder if I could sell these. But them is like a souvenir. I just don't a, even know where you buy them. Yeah. I don't even know where you buy them. So I was like, oh, can I sell anything? 7-Eleven. <laughs> That was, that was funny. That was funny. In the end, everything worked out, but yeah. Um, nudie mags under a mattress. I mean, I'm sure it's happened to somebody else, but at, at the final walkthrough after a rent back. Yeah. <laughs> I had some other gross things. Like when I was doing, like it was my buyer doing the walkthrough and this girl just had all her dirty underwear on the floor. And I'm like, why? why? Like, why? Why would no attention to sellers? Don't leave your underwear out. We don't want to see it. Don't leave your underwears out. 
underwears. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into pop culture. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about this today. Yeah, I know. You were like, I've been hunting TMZ nonstop for things. Do you want to kick it off? I am going to kick it off because I want to do a follow-up. So uh, with one of our episodes, we talked about the adult Happy Meals. If you follow us- We talked about the adult Happy Meal more than once. (laughs) Yeah. If you follow us on Instagram, I've shared the toys that I collected. We had them at a settlement last week. I am a big fan. And so just to follow up on that, McDonald's starting today, which is Thursday, October 20th. We, um, McDonald's is releasing the Halloween bucket Happy Meals. So these were collector items back in like the 90s. And the Happy Meal gets served in like a Halloween bucket um, that you collect candy in. And they glow in the dark. And you can get orange, white, or green, limited time only. Um, Look on the McDonald's app to find out where you can get them because it's only in certain stores. But I'm really excited because I know where I'm going to be on Thursday. (laughs) <laughs> You're gonna be like in a month. I don't know how I gained ten pounds. Be like, yeah. <laughs> I know because it's all these freaking Happy Meal specials. I'm, I'm just doing it for the, these limited edition, uh, like toys and stuff. Um, I actually looked on eBay last night, and of course, as I predicted, these adult Happy Meal toys are selling for so much money, like fifty, sixty dollars. I saw a few that were unopened for almost like three hundred dollars. So I'm gonna ride this out. And give it like, you know, a couple months and then maybe I'll sell mine too. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, give it like a year. Get their value will go up. I'm not and that patient. It's probably gonna get worse before it gets better. So that's true. I'll probably forget I have them and then I'll be like a hundred and be like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, these are the that. guys. I talked about them on a podcast. Oh yeah. When I'm like old right. as hell. <laughs> right. So that's a fun little um happy meal like launch or promo that McDonald's is doing this week as well. And I just wanted to share it with everybody because I know you all are into those adult happy meals. Yeah. They're pretty, they're pretty big deal. Oh, but the thing with these ones, hold on. You don't get a toy. The bucket is the toy. So that might not go over well with kids, but for adults, like I'm into it. Okay. Ash, what's your story? I got to talk about my girl, Taylor Swift. She releases her new album on October 21st. So of course we know that's going to be an international holiday for me. Do not bother me. Do not expect me to answer my phone. I will be sitting there at midnight, probably with a glass of wine because she's releasing it at midnight and I'm going to be ready to listen. So leading up to this release, of course, Taylor Swift loves hyping her, I was going to say clients, (laughs) hyping her fans (laughs) up rather two very different things. She has had just a, quotes in in big areas popping up so there was a lyric a line a lyric appeared on a billboard last night and it's just a lyric from one of her new songs she did this in times square before she's been playing midnight mayhem with her which it says it's called midnight mayhem with me and it's like her like acting like she's a game show host like pulling a ball out and it's got a number on it and then she's really released the names of the track so the premises of this album is things that have kept her up at night. And I'm like, that's really funny. Gosh, if I wrote that album, it would be like, oh my God, my buyer ghosted me. Oh my God, I have to do a price drop. Oh my God, the home inspection went bad. <laughs> <laughs> my my list would be, it would be really uplifting. I could tell. <laughs> my my after midnight thoughts would be really uplifting. Oh my gosh, where's the wine? 
This would be like the real realtors version of it. Aren't you like uh, Taylor Swift fans called like Swifties or something? Isn't something there like a whole like Swift army? Uh, um, yeah, Swifties. Wait, so wait, when is the album? I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, so I'm sorry. When is the album coming October out? October 21st. Oh, I thought she just like released one. She, no, she released. So she released one in 2020, two oh. in 2020. She released Folklore. That was a surprise album. That <laughs> album is going to be really, really tough to top. That was a surprise album. She dropped it all at once. Like no one saw it coming. She had just been sitting in quarantine and decided to write an album. So then six months later, still in 2020, boom, we get Evermore. So she wrote a second album. Personally, Evermore was the weaker follow-up of Folklore. Don't hate me for saying it, anyone. But Folklore, like that, that's a pretty untouchable album. Yeah. In my opinion. So now we get Midnight's and I think it's going to be good. And then of course, between the time of those releases, while while you're probably thinking she just released an album that she's been re-recording her music after that Scooter, Scooter Braun, I think is his name. After that asshole, like bought out her whole library. She was like, well, screw you. I'm just going to re-record it and make it mine again. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but I know that this is like breaking the internet and people are so excited. I keep reading about it. So who knows? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a listen one day. I always give Taylor a good old (laughs) team. She's good for the soul. I just like, I like that song, Shake It Off. I think that's like, oh, that's a really fun one. That was her pop debut. Yeah. I like that one a lot. That was her pop Um, debut. Well, that's really exciting. I know how much you love Taylor Swift. Just like you love the WWE. Those are your two big loves in your (laughs) Yeah. And Bray Wyatt finally spoke. He came back from the W to the WWE rather. He finally spoke and it's got me even more excited because now I think like I have a whole theme for his storyline. So I'm waiting to see if I'm right. Okay, cool. Well, keep us updated on that. That's exciting. I will. I will. <laughs> you know I will. I know. Oh, I know. I know. We you could do like a whole like episode about your love for WWE. It's great. Okay, so I have another one I want to share. Quickly. Okay. And this has been all over the internet. It's about James Corden, who is the oh, show God. host of the late, late, late night show, or I think he just finished, but so, you know, um, he actually just got 86th from a really well-known restaurant in New York City. And it happened because the owner put him on blast, put James on blast on Instagram. And it yep. blew it. up. And so I was reading about that. And then I went, and of course, I went on the owner's Instagram. I started reading the stories. And it's happened, like, multiple times. And, you know, so now he's 86th from this restaurant, which is, like, in the celebrity world, like a big deal because everybody likes to go to this restaurant. I'm not saying what it is because I'm going to butcher the name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can, you can just Google it. You guys will all know. But what I think so funny about that, and I'm like a little sad because I love that like series he does where he sings with celebrities in cars. Yeah. Carpool karaoke. He has this nice guy image and the things leading up to him getting banned from a restaurant. I was just like so bummed because I'm like, Oh my God, you always seem so nice so funny like and yeah I was just like a little bummed about it so I really hope that he comes back with like a strong PR cover-up I hope he publicly apologizes but yeah I mean that's like breaking the internet because the nice guy is actually an asshole I never thought he was a nice guy and only because only because a few years back a few people that worked for him were like oh he doesn't even like know our names like the guy that like holds the camera in front of his face does not know the <laughs> names. He's like, I don't know their names. It just shows like he does not care to get to know the people behind him. 
And of course he's a funny guy, but like, that's only going to get you so far. And like, even if he does issue a public apology, throw it away. I don't want it. Yeah. He needs to learn a lesson. Ass. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so before we sign off today, because, uh, you know, the first <laughs> 10 minutes was a little dark. Kendall does have an uplifting, just a cute little uplifting story about a client of hers. So I'm going to let her tell that because I think we can all collectively be like, oh, I do. So this is a good one. Um, I helped this older woman sell her condo because she was getting to that point where she needed to go into like a um, assisted living facility. So I helped her sell her condo a few months ago. Um, she had been a widow for 20 some years, just, you know, old, a little bit lonely. We became friends. We go to lunch, you know, after the sale. And so I was um, connecting with her the other day and I was just like, how are you doing? Like, how are you adjusting? And she told me that she is doing fabulous because she has a new love interest oh in her God. life. Oh my <laughs> God, she's dating. I think she said courting, but she's dating this guy, this man that she met in the home. Um, he's a quote unquote big deal because he has a double unit apartment there so it's like creme de la creme of like the assisted living apartments they met in an elevator and she said they just clicked they go to every meal together they do different activities and she said she is so happy and it's been going strong for a month I love this for her because she's no I think that's awesome And I just thought that was a good one to share because I always look forward to catching up with her. And, you know, I can't wait to wait to see where this goes. And I hope I get invited to the wedding if they go down that road. (laughs) There's certain clients you just can't wait to hear from. I had one that was such a character and I helped him twice. I helped him buy and then I helped him sell his townhome. And he is a character. And so many people were like, I don't know how you do it with him. I'm like, cause he isn't a mean person. You can be a pain in the butt, but as long as you're nice to me and like outside of real estate, like we have a good, like good report, that's fine. This man, just the sweetest guy, like him and his wife lost their cat. Like it passed and he was so upset. And he's like, we haven't been able to have a new cat for a few years now. We're just so upset. One day I randomly get a picture of a cat (laughs) on my phone. It's his new cat. He's like, we finally adopted a cat. And I know that you just love cats too. So I wanted to share this with you. We're just so happy. Like, yeah, I, I love that. And, you know, I know we share a lot of like funny client horror stories, but there are also a lot of really great ones when you really connect with these like clients after the sale and nothing is better than getting just really exciting updates like about their life. You know what I mean? So I love that. I think that wraps it for this week. I think so too. Yeah. I'm going to like tease a little bit about some awesome stuff that we have coming up just so people can get excited and know what to expect. Yes. So we have done a few interviews recently. We have a really cool Halloween special coming up in a few weeks. I can't wait for that one. It's around Reiki. If you don't know what Reiki is, tune in. If you do, tune in because it's still going to be a lot of fun. And then we have other top producers. We have someone from the community who's opening a new business. So many great things that are coming up. So we're really, really excited for the second half of the season. So again, thank you for joining us for our first solo episode. We'll see you here next week. Same place, same time. Fresh tea. Bye. One, two.